Hi again, it's your weekly horoscope columnist, Christopher Rundstrom, back to share with you some pretty exciting news. You will soon have a chance to study with me in my upcoming course, The Cosmic Calendar, produced here at Astrology Hub. The Cosmic Calendar is designed to teach you how to turn your birth chart into a personal calendar, one that's uniquely aligned to your natural flow and personal seasons. You'll be able to look at the year ahead and know exactly how to plan your life. Whether you're looking to launch a business, dive back into the dating pool, or finally get around to writing that book you said you'd get around to writing one day, the Cosmic Calendar will help you to identify the best times of year to pursue your dreams. So if you want to be the first to know more about the Cosmic Calendar, then sign up for the waitlist now at astrologyhub.com slash cosmic waitlist. Again, that's astrologyhub.com slash cosmic waitlist. I am so looking forward to seeing you there. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to your weekly astrological weather. This is your place to get practical guidance for not only surviving the cosmic tides, but thriving with the cosmic tides. My name is Amanda Poole Walsh. I am the host of the show and the founder of Astrology Hub, and I am so excited to be here for Scott Tajarian's Astrology Hub debut. <laughs> Scott is an, an astrologer and also the host of The Weekly Transit, which is a podcast that you can tune into if you're interested. And he's here today to give us the read on the week ahead. So Scott, welcome to The Weekly Astrological Weather. And let's start with that big picture theme, and then we can go into the details of the week ahead. Absolutely. Thank you, Amanda, for having me. The big picture theme for the week is responsibility with uh, the new moon in Aquarius, which is occurring on Monday. If you're on the West Coast, Pacific time, 9.45 Hawaii, 6.45 p.m. If you're on the East Coast, it's uh, 12.45 a.m. on Tuesday, early, early morning. Uh, but the moon joining with the sun in Aquarius is going to bring six planets into signs that are ruled by Saturn. So we have Mercury, which is ending its retrograde transit this week, uh, Venus and Mars all transiting through Capricorn, which are ruled by which is ruled by Saturn, and then the Sun, the Moon, and Saturn in the other sign that Saturn rules Aquarius. And Saturn is all about responsibility, or like you like to say, Amanda, the ability to respond. So that's what the authority Saturn is putting upon us is like, there is something to respond to here. You have the ability to respond. Yes. And we have the power to do it, right? We it's have the power to do it. Absolutely. You're not given any challenges that you cannot face and work through. It's but it's about stepping into the challenge. Saturn is about work. So when you think of these six planets and the themes of these six planets, Mercury taking responsibility for your thoughts and how you are communicating those thoughts to others. Venus, relationships, taking responsibility for your senses, what you value, and taking responsibility for what you've agreed upon in your close personal relationships. When you've taken responsibility for what you've agreed upon in your close personal relationships, then you become an authority. Then you can 
hold your partners accountable for holding up their end of the bargain because you're holding up your end. Mars, the planet of action, the god of war, this is about taking responsibility to put your words into action. You say you're going to accomplish this. What are you actually doing to accomplish what you say you're going to accomplish? What are the steps that you're taking? That's the Capricorn side. Moving into the, did you want to say something? Uh, this is so good. I mean, it's okay. it's so tangible. I can like feel every single thing that you're saying and we'll talk about it later. But yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, moving on to the Aquarius side, which is a different energy than Capricorn because Capricorn is, you know, it's earth. So it's it's like what is the foundation that we're actually standing upon here? Whereas Aquarius is air, so it's more thought driven. It's more communicative. But there is still a stability to Aquarius because Aquarius is a fixed sign. So it's about setting that vocal tone. What is the tone that you are setting energetically? When you think of the, the sun, the sun is the planet of vitality and, and light. So what is the light that you're bringing? When you think of Aquarius, think of the, the symbol for Aquarius. Aquarius is symbolized by the water bearer. And I love to tell this story about the water bearer. Many people have heard me say it before, but maybe your listeners haven't. But the water bearer was this individual that, that imagine lived a long, 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 long time ago in a village where in this village, this was before anybody had invented a jug. And everybody in this village went down to the stream to drink water and bathe each and every day, just like an animal. But one night sitting around the campfire, the water bearer said, I have an idea. I'm going to figure out how to bring water from the stream to the village. And everybody else sitting around the campfire kind of looked at each other and they burst out laughing. <laughs> this person's crazy. They're insane. You're going to bring water from the stream to the village? How's that even possible? No one's ever done that before. You're crazy. That's the Uranus energy of Aquarius. So there's two planetary rulers of Aquarius, Uranus and Saturn. Uranus is the planet of rebellion. Saturn is the planet of restriction. How can the planet of rebellion and the planet of restriction rule the same sign? The answer is with the water bear because the water bear had that outside the box idea that I'm going to figure out how to bring water from the stream to the village. But then they had to do the work the Saturn energy, they had to do the work to bring their crazy idea into reality. So many, 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 many moons later, after that campfire, the water bears showed up in the village with a jug full of water. And everybody in the village that called the water bear crazy said, they're a genius because they figured out how to bring water from the stream to the village. But the water bear didn't just bring the water from the stream to the village for themselves, they did it for the village. We can all benefit here. So Aquarius is the sign of, of independence. And if we're all going down to the, to the river, or to the stream every day to bathe and drink water, and now we don't have to do that anymore, we have more independence. And with more independence, we can start 
really embracing our individuality and thinking up new ideas that is going to progress society into the future. So Aquarius is about individuality. It's about embracing, taking responsibility for your uniqueness. It's important to remember that the way that the planets and stars were aligned when you were born, that's not going to occur again for another 25,000 years from the date, time, and place of your birth. So you are unique. You are a miracle. You are divine. It's important to understand that what you're bringing to the table is unique. So how can you embrace your individuality? If we're all going to a dinner, a potluck dinner, and everybody's bringing green beans, that's going to be a pretty boring dinner. So we have to be our individual selves. The group, the village is only strong as strong as the individuality of the group. So we need to take responsibility for our individuality. With Saturn in Aquarius, that's doing the work, taking responsibility for, I have a role to play here in society. I have a role here to play in whatever group, club, organization, social network, social cause I'm a part of, the village. What is my role? What am I bringing to this group that is uniquely me? Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is so good. Okay. I love your questions. I always love to pose those kinds of questions, too, because it leaves it open-ended, and then you can find those answers within yourself. When you mm -hmm. when you ask big kind of questions like that. What I also love about the story that you shared about the water bearer is that it was this innovative, creative idea that people thought was crazy, mm -hmm. right? Normally that unique thing that we're bringing, we're the only ones who know what that is. So to everyone else, it might seem crazy. Like it might seem just like, oh, you could never do that or that will never happen. But that's because we're the only ones that have the bl the blueprint for it. Like we're the one who has the master plan. I, I I love thinking about that and how you know they're all laughing at him. Thank you for that story. It's so good. And and then he what what this water bearer did was bring a structure to something that was was sort of wild and free, right? But but brought this structure that contains it and makes it even more useful. So it's, it, I think sometimes when we're catching ideas or we're catching visions or we're, we're, we're getting in alignment with the thing that we're meant to bring, it is this sort of wild untamed idea, but then we can come in and bring the structure that's required for it to actually come into form, which is another exactly. Saturn kind of word, right? So I, I, this is so good. So you're saying basically Venus, Mars, Mercury, Saturn and what are the other? moon and the sun and the sun. Oh, of course, yes. all in Saturn ruled signs. Okay. Yes. And you talked about the sun being in a Saturn ruled in Aquarius. Yes. Is this, this idea of bringing our independence, bringing the thing that's unique to us to the whole and the moon. So how does, how does the Saturn moon get colored? Yes, yes. So the moon brings that emotional sensitivity. So when the moon is moving through Aquarius, it's bringing an emotional sensitivity to the group, to the, the collective, the greater good, uh, to tapping into that emotional sense of like, what's going to fill our emotions here is being innovative, is being an individual, is, is seeing the 
how can we be progressive? How can we move forward into the future? And so when I think of the new moon, I think of the planting of the seeds of the coming harvest. So this is setting your intentions for what it is you want to bring to the community. That's what the moon brings here. It's setting your intentions to be unique, to be the individual that you were meant to be, like you said, like we're, we're individuals here. We all have our own unique astrological code. It's unique to you. And, and what might seem crazy to other people, that's fine. You know, it's like when you, I think I've heard Jeff Bezos say that, you know, people thought he was crazy because they didn't understand what Amazon was about. Well, now people get what it is. And also setting your intentions to communicate with the community, with the group, the club, the organization, the social network or cause that you're a part of. Because Aquarius is an air sign. When I think of air signs, I think of communication. Because here we are talking, I'm talking into the air and it's landing where you are and you're hearing what I'm saying. So how can I start a conversation with the group? How can I encourage other people in the group, setting my intentions to encourage other people in the group to be uniquely themselves. Tell me your crazy idea. I might think it's crazy, but you know what? Let's we have to talk about it in order to develop it. We're working together because the water bear didn't do it on their own. They had help with maybe a couple other people in the village. They were like, you know what? It sounds crazy, but I'm I'm, you know, I want to figure out how to bring water from the stream to the village. Maybe I can help in some way. So how can we share these ideas with one another? And, and there's so much divisiveness in society right now. This is about the community coming together, that we're going to come together, setting your intentions to come together in the community and say, you know what, I don't agree with what you, you're saying or how you think, but I respect it. I respect it. You know, Uranus, the other planetary ruler, this is such an interesting alignment with the new moon in Aquarius, because not only is the new moon in Aquarius just three degrees away from Saturn in Aquarius, but it's two degrees away from Uranus in Taurus. So Uranus, as I said earlier, is the other planetary ruler of Aquarius. So if we didn't get the theme of Aquarius, you know, just with having the new moon in Aquarius, we're getting it we're getting hit over the head with it with Saturn connecting to the new moon and Uranus in Taurus also connecting to the new moon in Aquarius. So both the planetary rulers of Aquarius are also connecting to the new moon in Aquarius. But Uranus in Taurus brings that value element because Taurus is Earth. What can I touch? What can I taste? What can I see? What can I hear? What can I smell? Is it real? That's what Taurus is about. What do you value in the material realm? So we're coming into the community and we're sharing what it is we value. This is what I value. And so setting your intentions to surround yourself with people that either they value what you value or at the very least, they respect what you value. So it's like, I don't agree with what you value. You like that. I don't like that. You like Red, I like blue, you know, but we can respect each other still, despite the fact that we value different things. Mm, that's huge. And also, I find that 
maybe you like red and I like blue or whatever it is, mm -hmm. but there's probably a lot of places where we could meet and actually share values. So there's, when you talk about the divisiveness, I mean, we've been so focused like myopically on where we differ. Mm -hmm. And there is not a whole lot of conversation around where we actually, uh, we come together in our shared humanity and our, and our um, you know, aliveness at the yes. same time. We're all alive on this planet at the same time. And, and I love focusing on that here at Astrology Hub. It's like, we come from all over the world, lots of different backgrounds, lots of different perspectives, but we all share this love of the sky. We share this love of the universe. We share this love of understanding our connection to the universe. So let's meet there first. You know, and I, then let every, you know, let everything else. It's like it becomes way less important when we can find those places where we meet that are just bigger than these little issues that come and go and change all the time. Exactly. I love that you bring the word humanity into the conversation. Because when I think of humanity, that's Aquarius. We're talking about the community, about being human together, about respecting one another. Now, I mentioned that the next time the planets and stars will be aligned in the way that they were when you were born is over 25,000 years from that date, time, and place. So you are unique. You are an individual. You are a miracle. But you are also born under the same planets and stars as everyone else. So it's important to remember that every person you come into contact with is reflecting you. And you are reflecting them. So if there's something about that person that you come into contact with that you don't like, they're showing you something about yourself that you don't like. So you need to deal with it within yourself about, well, okay, I don't like this person, but what is it about them that is reflecting within me? And when you start to look, well, maybe I am kind of like that. Then the humanity comes in and it's like, okay, I'm not just pointing a finger at somebody. I'm recognizing that, okay, I get that they do this thing or they have the way that they express themselves bothers me, but I'm kind of like that too. And so maybe I need to show myself and this other person a little more compassion. And compassion is another overarching theme that we're dealing with right now with Jupiter and Neptune, the planetary rulers of Pisces, transiting through Pisces. Pisces is the sign of compassion. Compassion uh, because Pisces is the final sign of the zodiac. It carries the weight of the 11 previous signs. So we right now on planet earth, we are feeling more of what is going on around us than we felt for the last 150 years. The last time these two planets were both in Pisces. So, you know, this, the last time that occurred was, you know, when people started to wake up to like, Oh, slavery is bad. This is not a good thing. So, you know, this can be very uncomfortable for people because we don't want to, it's enough to carry our own burdens, let alone the burdens of everyone else around us. Um, but what in remembering that everyone is reflecting you and you are reflecting everyone else, if there's something about someone else that's bothering you, it's within you. Yes. And when we can do that for ourselves, we are then capable of doing that for others. So I love that you're pointing out that you see it out there and then you bring it in. Even that example of the person that annoys you, the way that they communicate, 
maybe what's annoying you in that case is that they feel free to communicate who they are. They feel free to do that. So maybe what's in you is like you're censoring yourself or you're holding yourself mm. back or you're not allowing yourself to just freely speak or be. And so it, it's sometimes I've found in this own, my own exploration of this that sometimes it's like very obvious. It's like, oh, that person's loud and obnoxious. And it's like, well, where am I loud and obnoxious? <laughs> sometimes it's a little more subtle where it's like, well, they're loud and obnoxious. Well, where do I hold myself back from like just being exuberant in my expression or, and then also uh, sometimes what, what I can get from other people's reflection is that's really triggering me instead mm -hmm. of like, Oh, I'm angry that you're making me upset. It's like, Oh wow. I'm really upset. So there's something here for me. There's some gift or treasure or like something I need to uncover within myself that that person is soliciting out of me. So thank you for bringing that up and making me feel really uncomfortable and, and you know, having these sensations that I don't like. However, I know that there's gifts in there. I know there's something for me to get. Like, why is that bothering so mu me so much? Why am I so annoyed? You know, any of those kinds of questions I think can really, instead of it's like, you need to stop doing that. It's like, oh, wow. Like, why am I so upset? Right. And that's that's the whole reason why that person's in your life in that moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. like I, I always try to tell people like the signs are there. The only question is, are you paying attention? Mm. You know, and so when somebody triggers you and you react, you're not really paying attention to the sign. You are just going back to that habitual pattern that was formed long ago that created that trigger in the first place. But when you step into your awareness by taking responsibility for who you are and being an adult, you're no longer a child. You understand your value, your self-worth. So if somebody's triggering you, it gives you a moment to pause and say, what, it, what is the universe sending me here? I'm getting some sort of message. This person is poking at me in a certain way that in a certain area that I need to pay attention to. Why? What is this? And Scott, this brings us back to responsibility. Exactly. Because what you just described is the ultimate, like masterful responsibility. I, I sometimes, you know, I have a 13 year old daughter and a 10 year old daughter. And so these things are coming up all the time in their lives. Like, Oh, that person just annoyed me today. Or I didn't want to sit next to this person at lunch or, you know, whatever it is. And, and, you know, so then I got really angry, you know, and it's like, well, I know that this is hard because it's hard for adults. However, if you want to really master your emotions, you'll take a pause and you will look inside and go, wow, like, why am I so upset? And, and especially like when they're having an argument with each other, it's like, someone has to exit the loop that you guys are in where it's yes. like, attack, attack, attack. <laughs> she did it first. Well, she said this, and she, you know, it's like, well, yes. And I know this is hard. I'm not trying to say this is, this is not hard. This is actually really challenging and very difficult for most humans to do. However, if one of you has the presence of mind to exit this pattern you're in, mm -hmm. everything will shift. So th this is, this is how it works. And you just, you, you, you sparked a light bulb in my, in my brain because I just realized that I made a mistake. There's actually seven planets in signs ruled by Capricorn. Because I how could I forget Pluto? Pluto's in Capricorn. So there's four in Capricorn. And then with the moon in Aquarius, three in Aquarius. But 
Pluto transformation. So this is changing the pattern. You know, when, when you are, you're reflecting everyone you come into contact with, they're reflecting you. When you change the pattern, when you get out of that loop, like mm-hmm. you're saying, I'm, I'm going to act in a way that's different than how I've reacted in the past. Mm-hmm. And that challenges the person that you are reflecting and they're ref- now they have to change their reflection. Mm-hmm. So Pluto is death and rebirth. It's This has been going on since 08. So we've been going through this transformation of responsibility and taking responsibility for how we relate to authority, authority in general and authority within ourselves. Being an adult, we're meant to grow up here. Hmm. We're meant to step into our power. This is a period which last occurred between 1761 and 1778. That that was leading up to the American Revolution when people were like, I don't need to ask the king. I can take care of myself. So this is an opportunity for you to step into your adulthood, to take responsibility for yourself or to continue to subjugate yourself to a something that you believe is a higher power. It can go either way. Um, it's how you're working with the energy. So in order to take responsibility for yourself, recognizing why am I in this loop with this person? I'm going to change my behavior. And either either that person is going to be inspired to change their behavior or the relationship is going to end and they're going to clear space for me. Because how many people can you actually fit into your house? You know, how many people can you actually fit into your life? Sometimes people need to leave in order to create space for new people to arrive that are a more appropriate reflection for the present point of your incarnation. Mm. Ooh, I like the way you said that. Okay, Scott, let's, is there anything else about the week ahead that we need to be mindful of? Because even though this is the new moon's happening on Monday, it's coloring this Mm -hmm. for sure, actually this whole lunar cycle, right? But, But what else do we need to pay attention to this week? Okay, we got we got to talk about Mercury retrograde ending, Mercury going direct, which happens on Thursday. You know, so th- this it it creates it's a crunchy week. <laughs> you know, it's going to be a crunchy week. You know, when Mercury goes direct, uh, it's not like it it starts stepping on the gas and all of a sudden we're we're going a hundred miles an hour in in the right direction. It takes many many days. Mercury is going to be moving through. It's out of it's it's still in its shadow until February 23rd. So during this period, I think of like the end of the beginning of the retrograde and the end of the retrograde. It's like a like a like a train wreck. It's like a 10 car pile pile up on the freeway. You know, everything just comes to a crashing halt. Mercury typically moves one to two degrees a day, but at the beginning of the retrograde and the end of the retrograde, it stopped in the sky for like a week. And so what that does, this is the planet that rules your mind, how you think, how you communicate, how you coordinate. So even though there's all this work and this responsibility, uh, it's, and, and Mars, you know, pushing us up the mountain. It's like, okay, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta accomplish all my goals and do it all today. No, 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 no. You need to be patient you need to slow down. You need to take your time. Trust that every little bit of work that you're getting done right now is going to pay dividends, big dividends down the line. 
Now, Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, you know, this, even though the retrograde's ending, just focus on what's your, what's on your plate right now. You know, if we go to the buffet and we load up our plates, you don't take two bites and then go back to the buffet line. And that's what people tend to do during the retrograde is all of a sudden, like they, they, they burn all their plans and they're taking on new responsibilities and new projects. That's not what we want to do right now. What we want to do is just focus on what we're already working on. What were your new year's resolutions? How are you setting your intentions in 2022? Focus on that. If you're feeling stuck in some way, good. That's what's supposed to happen. You know, I think of myself as like a dog in a sense, you know, and I've got like these spirit guides that sometimes are pulling on my leash, holding me back from running in the middle of the road. So hmm. recognize the divine timeline is different than your timeline. And so don't rush through the week. Don't push in areas where you're feeling resistance. You know, just get done what you can get done. Don't overdo it. Don't, you know, give yourself plenty of time, Saturn, you know, the God of time, give yourself plenty of time to get to where you need to go to finish what you need to finish. Um, just keep focusing on the work little by little, little by little, and, and you're going to get to where you need to go within the divine timeline. So good. All right. What else? So we have Mercury stationed and coming out yep. of our grade and mm -hmm. what else? week. You know, there's also Mars in Capricorn is going to be aligning with Jupiter in Pisces and Chiron in Aries. So this is this is kind of a mixed energy here because Saturn is exalted in Capricorn. So Saturn is really like giving us the strength to climb up the mountain, even though it feels like we're wearing 25 pound weights on our ankles. Uh, but it's connecting with Jupiter, which is also the planetary ruler of Pisces. So both of these planets in positions of power, it's helping you expand the dream. And, and through the work that you're doing, maybe it's like you've reached a new ledge and you're like, wow, I, I see things from a new perspective now. I can actually get to this level or that level. Or, you know, maybe I want to move in this direction which is a little off center from where I thought I was going to go because Jupiter is expanding the dream world. So the God of war, Mars, and the God of thunder, Jupiter connecting in a really positive way. I feel like there can be some sort of um, enlightenment here in terms of uh, the dream, the fantasy, and seeing the reality of what it is you need to do in order to bring that fantasy into reality. Mm -hmm. But the connection with Chiron which is in Aries, which is cardinal fire, Capricorn, cardinal earth, the cardinal connection, very strong, very powerful, but earth extinguishes fire, fire scorches earth. There's, there's stress here. And, and Mars is the planetary ruler of Aries. Chiron is the wounded healer. It's the wound that occurred to you and the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. And so Chiron in Aries is, is making us face the wound to our self-confidence. What are your insecurities? So when you think about taking responsibility and these goals and ambitions and these dreams, and then you go back to, well, I can't really do that. That's not possible because all these other times that I tried, I failed. You know, this is where the fear comes up. 
And so how do we, how do we deal with this energy? Well, instead of running from your fear, it's about turning around and running towards your fear, having the courage and the confidence to say, you know what, I'm scared here, but I don't care. I'm still going to jump out of the plane. You know, it's like, I'm going to face my fear. I'm going to do it. And it doesn't matter. That's would you it. also say that uh, discussion that we just had on compassion would mm -hmm. be another approach too? So it's like recognizing that fear, seeing it, holding yourself in that fear and still going. Thank like you. Still going towards it. Yeah. Thank you. I absolutely love that. Absolutely. Because, and that's that Jupiter energy connecting with Mars at the same time that it's connecting to, uh, Chiron, because Jupiter's at eight degrees, Chiron's at nine degrees. So Mars, when it moves to eight, nine degrees at the end of the week, it's going to be connecting to both of those planets. So Jupiter is that expansion of compassion, of like recognizing like, okay, I was afraid and I'm afraid because I had these bad experiences, but those bad experiences are in the past and I'm going to push forward into the future knowing that I've learned from those hard experiences that I was meant to fail back then so that I could learn how to succeed now. And also so that I can have compassion for other people who are in the struggle. You know, they're in that struggle. And uh, so instead of judging where people are at, it's like, oh, I've been there too. I, can, I understand, you know. Okay. This exactly. Is so, so what else do we have this week? Well, I mean, that's that I mean, that's. Is, that's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying we have to have anything more. I'm just asking if there is anything more. Well, I mean, you know, so the moon is going to be continuing on from Aquarius into Pisces and then into Aries, and so you know, right around uh, Saturday is when the moon connects to Chiron. So Saturday uh, could be a day where really we're feeling that that intensity of of the fear of of the insecurities yeah. uh, maybe that's on saturday or even on sunday as it continues through moving through aries but uh it's the moon in aries is also going to give us the strength to say you know what i don't care i'm charging ahead um, uh, you know that's what the moon prior to that when the moon is in pisces which the moon is in pisces that's occurring uh wednesday and Thursday, when the moon's trans, that is going to give, those are days to be really compassionate. So Wednesday, Thursday, focus on the compassion within yourself so that you can be compassionate to other people. And then by the time we get to Friday, Saturday into Sunday, that's when it's like, okay, we've cleared that psychological baggage. Now we're ready to charge ahead. I love it. And would that be a good time too? I mean, I know we have the new moon today on Monday, which is mm -hmm. a great time to plant seeds and make commitments. But it sounds like even this weekend could be another great time to actually make commitments, a Saturn word, right? Mm -hmm. A commitment to bringing forth these dreams, despite our fear, despite past failure, despite self, whatever negative self-talk talk is happening, just making that commitment and then using the energy of this week to really start taking steps and making plans toward it. Yeah. Absolutely. This this is how the planets work. I, I view it like a symphony. Yeah. You know, we go from one step to the next step. So the first step is making that commitment to be the individual 
that, that I truly am and to express my innovative ideas. But in order to be able to do that, I have to be compassionate with myself. That comes after Aquarius. That's Pisces. I have to be compassionate. I have to face my psychological baggage and integrate these thought patterns and memories with understanding, forgiveness, and love. So once I've done that, now I have the courage to be authentic to be who I say I am and not hide behind a mask to really put my face out there and say, this is who I am. And that's it. And I'm Uh charging ahead and I'm working towards these goals. Amazing. So you just went from Aquarius to Pisces to Aries. Yes. Those qualities. That's so, I love thinking about that too. Like, yes, we have our signs and we have our, our unique blueprint and it's all of it is in us. And so, yes, you know, working with all of the archetypes and all the energies is really the key of, you know, what, what, what absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's so it, yes. let, I, I'm going to do a little summary. Okay. Well, okay, actually yeah. in terms of like an intensity scale of one being really not intense at all mm-hmm. and 10 being just the peak of intensity, where would you put this week ahead? I'd probably give it an eight. Okay. Uh, just because of the end of mercury retrograde can be very intense Uh, There are some, you know, supportive alignments, though, with the planets in Capricorn aligning with the planets in Pisces. But, you know, all that Saturnian energy, it's going to be crunchy. We're going through a restructuring and it's not necessarily going to feel comfortable. But uh, with that planetary compassion, Jupiter and Neptune, I think that's going to help, you know, alleviate some of the issues here. But I give it an eight. What do you think? How does it sound to you? Well, I mean, from what you described, I think probably because you you gave us so many tangible approaches and tools, I was going to put it around a six or seven. Okay. <laughs> I, I love that. You know, I mean, I think you can qualify the numbers. Like if you don't know what's going on, it's an eight. But yeah. if you do know what's going on and you're conscious about how to work with the energy, it is like a six or a seven. So I would agree with you. Great. And that, that's why we tune into the weather. That's why we tune into the astrology, right? Because it is theoretically when we do have the information, we have the foresight, we have the awareness, then we have it, we actually have a way we can meet the energy, work with it as constructively and productively and, and um, beautifully as yes. possible. That's why I always say it's like you need to learn to ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. If you're aware of what's going on, then you're working with the energy. If you're not, then the energy is working you over. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Everybody in the audience can relate to exactly what you just said. All right. So I'm going to do a quick summary here. So we have our theme for the week is responsibility. We have seven planets that are in Saturn ruled signs. Mm -hmm. So Saturnian things, doing our work, showing up, growing up, taking responsibility, you know, meeting life with that sense of authority, that those are all things that we're going to be working with this week. Take responsibility. So you went through all the planets and what that means to have a Saturn sort of veil over over it, a a color. So uh, for Mercury, it's taking responsible responsibility for our thoughts and our communication. Yes. For Venus, it's taking responsibility for what we agreed upon, what you agreed upon in your close relationships and uh, upholding your end of whatever that commitment is and holding others accountable to uphold their end of that commitment. 
later on, you talked about potentially also letting go of certain commitments that you've made in personal relationships, that this may be a time where you're, you're, you're looking at those kinds of decisions as well. Mm -hmm. um, for Mars in Capricorn, putting our words into action, putting our will into action, what are you doing to accomplish what you want? Then, oh, I love this, setting the vocal tone energetically mm -hmm. and really thinking about the words that you're speaking. And this is kind of going back to Mercury, but the words that you're speaking and how they're actually setting an energetic tone and or what seeds they're planting. So paying attention to the thoughts that you're having and the words that you're saying and the actions that you're taking and what seeds those are planting in the ground for future harvest. Yes. We talked about, yes. Um, and then with the sun, what is the light that you're bringing? What is that light and how is your unique light being cultivated and shining in order for the greater good to benefit from the qualities that you bring. Taking responsibility for your role in society. What am I bringing to the group? And then the moon bringing this emotional sensitivity to it all. So um, this being innovative, uh, how can we move, move forward? And then again, uh, embracing individuality to contribute to all. And then I love this, this, this emphasis on how are you utilizing your time? So mm. with innovations, you know, so many times we, we don't actually take advantage of the innovations and the time that they're theoretically supposed to free up. We just fill it with more distractions, right? We yes. Or like busy work. <laughs> so this is a time for you to look at like, how am I actually utilizing my time? Am I taking responsibility for my ability to manage my time? Or do I feel sort of worked by time? Like I don't have enough of it. And where does it go? And I, I, you know, so having that real honest conversation with yourself this week, this is also a time to, if, if you're feeling called to commit to communicating hmm. to your community, which is really fun because we are, we recently started posting on Telegram. So I had this commitment a while ago to start diversifying the platforms where we show up. So one of them that I'm on that I actually enjoy is Telegram. And so we're now live on Telegram. If any of you are Telegram people, follow us there. And I had this thought this morning, it would, because it's easy to send audios to your mm -hmm. community on Telegram. It's like, maybe I'll just, I'll jump on and like do audios here and there. Like, Hey, Scott and I talked about this, like check it out on Monday. And so when you were speaking, I was like, oh, cool. I was definitely catching the vibe of what this week is about because communicating with the community is something that is supported right now. Mm -hmm. so Absolutely. Do that. Okay. Share your ideas. I, I challenge you, anybody listening, if you are listening in a place where you can put your idea, your crazy innovative idea <laughs> um, and share it, share it here, like put it in the chat and let us support you and like validate that you do have something unique to contribute. And sometimes just the act of verbalizing it can give it, can give you some confidence. So maybe try that and face yes. that iron wound of whatever that's in you right now going, no, I can't do it. I mean, I also believe that there's times where it's good to do that. And there's times where it's still so, it's such a baby seedling that sometimes sharing it is not a good idea. So use your your intuition and your mm. own to know if it's the right time for you to do that. But if it does feel like mature enough and the plant isn't going to get like totally blown over by, you know, any sort of gust of wind, then go ahead and, and uh, share in the chat. Okay. Compassion is another huge theme for this week. Compassion for self, compassion for others, stepping into your power, 
you said that really well, Scott, and, and mm. powerfully when you said it. Uh, Mercury going direct. What like paying attention to the truth that what you're doing now will pay dividends later. So uh, trusting in the divine timing, focus on what you're working on, just one step in front of the next. Mm -hmm. The divine timeline may be different than yours, but trusting that it is perfect and exactly the way it needs to be. And look at any of your wounds around self-confidence, have compassion for those wounds and those places in you that are still tender from past experiences and that having that compassion for yourself, but then actually going forward anyways. I think you summed it up brilliantly, Amanda. Thanks, Thank, you. Thank yes. you. And it's been such a pleasure to be here with you. I, Jamie, again, Jamie finds us these amazing gems and Jamie was like, you need to listen to this, this guy, Scott. Tiberian. <laughs> and so I listened to his podcast several times. It was like, Oh yeah. Like I'm liking this vibe. I think this is great for us. Let's try him on the weekly weather for our new format. So for all of you who have listened this far, please provide your feedback in the, in the chat, but also we're going to be sending out a survey later. I don't know when yet, probably at the end of winter where you can vote for the astrologers that you would love to see regularly on the weekly weather. So just keep Scott in mind and let us know how you enjoyed this episode. And Scott does have his weekly podcast too, uh, the weekly transit. So you can check him out there. Also another announcement, we have the um, Christopher Renstrom's cosmic calendar course based on his book, The Cosmic Calendar, is coming up very soon. You can get on the wait list now. So you're the first to know when registration is open. That is at astrologyhub.com slash cosmic waitlist. And uh, you'll be learning how to plan your calendar, your personal calendar, based on your personal astrology chart, based on the transits that are happening. So taking the transits, your chart, uh, and planning your year out with that. And he'll teach you how to do that very practically and tangibly with all the history and mythology and the storytelling that Christopher brings to all of his teaching, which, which is just so um, brilliant and entertaining. So go check that out, astrologyhub.com slash cosmic waitlist. And Scott, thank you, thank you, thank you. This has been so much fun. I enjoyed every single second and I would really look forward to having you back. So thanks I would love to be back, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me. It's It's been an honor and a privilege to share the knowledge with you and have this conversation with you. Thank you for shining your unique light and contributing to our community here at Astrology Hub. Thanks to all of you for being here. Thank you so much for being a part of our community. And thank you as always for making astrology a part of your life. We'll catch you on the next episode.